flawless opening. Yeah, yes. We didn't even, we weren't sitting here fumbling with any equipment. We just said, oh, we're going to record now. Grabbed headphones, turned the mics on, and boom, it all happened. The <laughs> Our dream of like this not being a total cluster every time is starting to come true. What do you think? Yeah, I think we did really well. I'm just getting some feedback in my headphones. I got to hit my tuning knob. I know. That's the only thing is these tuning knobs on these headphones. If this is your first episode and missed out on yesterday's, yes, these headphones that we bought are analog and they have a tuning knob on them and it sounds like you're tuning in an old FM transistor radio. Okay, I got rid of that sound, so I'm good to go. Okay, and you can hear it in your head good? Yes. All right. Fun. So, and also today, wow, it is like hot outside. Well, it's the first time it's hit the 70s, so yeah, it's going to feel hot. Yeah, and you know, I'm about as white as can be, so I, that direct sunlight hits me and I feel like I'm going to burst into flames. You would think it would just bounce right off into space of how white as you are. <laughs> That's true. Like, how am I picking up any heat? <laughs> more, I'm probably reflecting more light than it's actually hitting me. <laughs> well, it is, according to the Weather Channel, it's 73 out right now. So, yeah, that does feel warm compared to, I mean, earlier, well, this is Sunday. Um, like, Thursday, Friday, it was only in the 40s. Yeah, it was pretty cold. So... In comparison, yeah, it is very warm. Well, and when I grew up, I was always told, stay inside between 1 and 4, because that's when the sun is the worst. Yeah, that is when it's the hottest. Did you, yeah. were you told that as a kid, too? Oh, I wasn't told that as a kid. I was told, get your ass outside and play. <laughs> but, no, I knew that, yeah. You had, like, woods and stuff to play in. I had the hard, mean streets of Laval, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where we had a cement hole for a swimming pool. You had a cement pond? Yeah, that was about it, too. There was no umbrellas, no shade, no nothing. Just a cement pond in the middle of a field. And, uh, yeah, it was always about a bazillion degrees. <laughs> <laughs> With no shade. And I would just come home burnt to a crisp. The good old days. I'm looking forward to a life filled with skin cancer in the future. Yay. Aren't we all? <laughs> at our age. So, the uh, episode today... Um, Season 6, Episode 5, Live Free or Twy Hard. Are you still hearing me in your headphones? Yeah, I am. I'm just thinking, wasn't there a Die Hard movie that was called Live Free or Die Hard? Yeah. So yeah, this is a combination of that and then the Twys from all those Twilight movies from back in the day that were so popular. Yeah, Live Free or Die Hard. Wasn't that the one that Kevin Smith directed? I don't know. I thought, Ke oh, there, Jesus. These headphones. <laughs> well, I couldn't. All of a sudden, I couldn't hear myself, and then I turned the volume way up, and then I turned the tuning knob, and then all of a sudden, I come blaring in and nearly blew my eardrums out. Yeah, uh, "Live Free or Die Hard" well, was definitely part of that series, and I think that might have been the one that Kevin Smith. No, the director on that was Len Wiseman. Oh, so. All right. Well, yeah, and then Twilight, because then I was like, "What's up with the Twi? I don't get it." And then you're like, oh, Twilight. I'm like, oh, yeah. And um, for the most part, though, the season titles in this season, the episode titles, have been ridiculous puns and uh, renaming other shows and movies and stuff. Because we had the Two and a Half Men. Yeah, we did, <coughs> excuse me, we did have Two and a Half Men. Well, we're, <coughs> then the Sorry. Third Man, Weekend at Bobby's is Weekend at Bernie's. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, what was... Um, I didn't write down, I guess, episode one's title. Uh, okay, it was Exile on Main Street. And there was a movie called Exile on Something Street, wasn't there? I don't remember. Probably, I'm assuming. And then, yeah, Two and a Half man, Men, The Third Man, Weekend at Bobby's, and now Live Free or Twy Hard. Ridiculous. Okay, mm -hmm. well, we'll keep an eye on this, and uh, we'll send strongly worded letters to the writers. <laughs> Not that it's going to do much good, since the series is no longer going. Well, we, we can just put in a suggestion. Please stop with the punny titles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If That'll you work. ever do this show again. <laughs> Please, God, bring it back. Um, so in the recap, we see vampires, we see Grandpa Samuel, we see Dean talking to Lisa and Ben, and then we also see him asking if Sam is okay. Not only do we see vampires, but we see Gordon Walker, who, remember, was a hunter that, um, wanted to kill Sam because he thought he was possessed or something, and he ended up turning into a vampire, and so, uh, Sam ended up killing him. Right. Gordon. That guy was the one that was really over the top, too, right? He was a bit too much into things. Um, he, he enjoyed killing a little too much. Yeah, he did. If you can imagine uh, the same actor that plays Randall Pearson now in This Is Us, but yes, he played a hunter for a few episodes on um, Supernatural, and he was very intense. He, he enjoyed killing his vampires. So we starts out, we see a girl at a biker bar. Um, she uses a fake ID. Like, clearly the ID is of an Asian chick, <laughs> and she isn't <laughs> she's just some white goth girl uh she runs into some guy that she knows they go get a table um she accidentally paper cuts herself so badly a huge drop of blood forms this guy gets all hot and bothered you can tell he's a vampire from a million miles away uh, and then he says i gotta go and then he splits <coughs> later the guy comes back says that uh, he shouldn't be there but he can't stop thinking about her he then shows her uh, little vampire teeth, little baby vampire teeth, and then she, at this point, gets all hot and bothered for him. She is now into this and I think wants to uh, get bitten. I think so. You know, that's the one thing those Twilight movies did is everyone was falling, <coughs> excuse me, falling in love with the vampires when they really shouldn't. Well, uh, he takes her back to her place. His place. His place. And uh, the first sign of problem uh, is she asks, like, oh, is your house all velvet? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, lady, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, I don't think she's into he's into her sexually or anything. I'm like, this feels like a trap because they're in a dark, musty alley, too. They aren't going out to a mansion. These aren't the rich vampires, it seems. These are poor folk vampires. Exactly. And that is interesting, though, that a lot of uh, vampire movies and stuff – the va or vampire shows even the vampires are rich. And I don't know. Because We've talked about that. That it's more about a class. Those movies represent class warfare more than anything because the werewolves are always the scrappy poor ones, and the vampires are the rich ones with everything at their disposal. Right. Maybe it's just because they live so much longer than you know everything yeah. else that they're able to accumulate that wealth. That's what I'm assuming. I mean, if some do, if you if you've had a savings account for six hundred years, you're going to start <laughs> getting some pretty decent interest. <laughs> Um, so, uh, then she's, then she's like, it smells like pee. <laughs> and then this big dude, this like Samoan looking guy comes out of the door, grabs her, and then they show off their like scary supernatural vampire teeth, which is just like a bunch of daggers in from every angle in the mouth. It's pretty gross. 
Yeah, you're right. It's not like the usual vampire teeth where they just have those longer um, yeah. canine teeth. They're just actually teeth that come down like over their regular teeth, and they're all jaggedy and bleh. <laughs> yeah, they're long and pointy. There's something out of a Stephen King movie, like Langoliers, I think. Oh, could be. And I know it's definitely I've seen something like that, similar to that, also on yeah. uh, X Files. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. It it must just be like a really easy uh, CGI effect. I'm guessing is why that's used so often because it is just a bunch of CGI cones. Exactly. That's pretty easy to yeah. animate, probably. Yeah, definitely. Um. So then the stinger graphic happens. Um. We see Dean is on the phone with his girl. I forgot what her name was. Lisa. Yep, this girl, Lisa. Uh, and he's uh, talking it over some plans of coming home for a while. Spend some time with his uh, lady. Um, so, hangs up with that. She's looking forward to his visit. Uh, Sam comes up and has three missing women's reports. It's like pamphlets off of the uh, telephone pole. Six different ones. And I'm like, man, if some town had six women missing like that, I don't think that they would just have posters on the telephone poles. They'd have, like, cops on the corners. Well, no, in all fairness, those did look like they were very formal um, from probably police station. Because I think it just intimated, to me it intimated that Sam had gone to the police station to do some digging. Yeah, no, it was like an official missing persons, like, poster, but... Like six of them in one town, jeez. And yeah, they mentioned that. That's Could you? Really... Im- I mean, people would be just locked in their houses, scared shitless. If seven, you know, in our town that we live in, if all of a sudden six women went missing, there'd be like man hunts. Oh, for sure. <laughs> people would be going through each other's houses. It'd be crazy. <laughs> um, Sam and Dean then uh, they go to the. So there's another seventh one today, by the way. So. Um, so if you went in there and asked, hey, I'm new in town, can I get all of those posters? Uh, the cops are going to have some questions for you then, too. Like, all right, buddy, what have you been doing for the last week? You in here to get your trophies? But don't you think he maybe flashed some fake FBI badge? Oh, that's true. They got fake badges. Um, so they, uh, they go to the house of the, uh, latest, uh, person missing to investigate, uh, the boy's aren't even dressed up nice or anything. They're just in their regular street clothes, which I thought was weird. Like, they weren't in their FBI clothes. You're right. They were just, maybe they were their casuals. <laughs> it was casual Friday at FBI <laughs> that day. You never know. <laughs> yeah. It, they didn't even, like, did they introduce themselves as cops or anything? We They just, like, open up the door and, like, hey, sir, we want to talk to you about your daughter. Well, no, if I remember right, the scene opened, they were already in the house and talking. So... Yeah. I guess we have to assume maybe they did flash badges and. Okay, um, so they go up to the boys go up to her room and it is completely filled head to toe with cheesy teen vampire stuff. So, Twilight stuff and uh, that whole genre of books. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're into that though. You've read the Twilight series, right? I have, and I've watched other movies. I mean, yeah, I like that. I um was into the Vampire Diaries when it was on and the originals when it was on. Um, There's so, yeah. some other book series, too, that you read. Oh, the Morganville Vampire. Yeah, that Morganville. was a good book series. I was kind of hoped that would turn into a uh, TV series or something. But yeah, I'm yeah. surprised it hasn't. 
Yeah. Is the vampire is the that vampire scene over with now? I don't know. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I, would, I don't know. I, I would say maybe with the, the the whole Twilight franchise done now that maybe it is. Who knows? I mean, I'm the type of person who thought Interview with the Vampire was a comedy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably the last one of those <laughs> things that I ever watched was uh, Zombies 2 on Disney+. Plus. And I had to turn it off halfway through with the singing and dancing zombies. <laughs> I was like, this movie really isn't for me. <laughs> okay, um, Sam then is uh, trying to get into her computer. Even that is like gothed out. The backgrounds and then like sound effects on it. It's ridiculous. Uh, he eventually guesses the right password. Uh, they see some online posts, and there's an invitation from someone to meet her at the Black Rose. So even the uh, bar that <laughs> vampires go to sounds like a vampire bar. <laughs> it really does. The Black Rose. The Black Rose. Get real. <laughs> uh, we see then a black SUV stop and rob a blood bank van. So, like, wow, I wonder who stole all the blood. Hmm, shocking, Probably yes. Probably all the vampires. This whole damn episode's filled with freaking vampires. Vampires everywhere. You We're can't swing <laughs> a dead hooker without hitting a vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam calls um, Samuel. Uh, I put in dad, but it's granddad, isn't it? Yeah, it's his granddad. Grand. Grandpappy. <laughs> Sam calls granddad and confirms that it is vampires. Uh, Grandpa tells Sam to find the nest and investigate. Apparently, yeah, apparently it's part of a pattern where these vampires do that. They go to a town and, you know, a bunch of young girls go missing and then it seems like they move on. So Samuel's definitely telling Sam this is part of a pattern, so you need to find this and stop it, hopefully. So the boys go to the bar and they see that it is a vampire bar, and they spot a couple of suspects. Uh, the two people then kind of split up. They, Sam and Dean, split up, each following one. Sam follows one down into the basement and is lurking around. The vampire tries to get the drop on him, but Sam was prepared. Turns around with the machete in hand, and head falls off. Pants go brown. <laughs> head goes boom, pants go brown. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dean, uh, thinks he's, uh, found his vampire attacking a girl in the, uh, alley. Um, but it is just some kid in makeup and fake teeth. Because everyone knows this is a vampire bar where girls, <laughs> teen girls, go to make out with dudes that look like vampires. Yeah, I, I just, I don't get that. <laughs> um... Yeah, if there was some guy, you know, in a bar and he had long pointy teeth, would you get all horny for him and be like, oh, could you bite my neck and give me rabies or whatever the hell's wrong with you? No, no, I, no, I wouldn't. I don't not. understand this fantasy, but I guess it's out there. Um, well, walking away then, uh, he, we see that fat Samoan dude from earlier. Uh, he stops and talks to Dean and he tells Dean, like, you're pretty. <laughs> And Dean's just like, oh, I don't play on that team, dude. Tries to get away. <laughs> but the uh, the Samoan dude beats hell out of Dean. Just starts throwing him around the alley pretty pretty uh, violently. Um, eventually, then, he is pinned down. And this uh, Samoan dude, like, cuts his own hand, rubs blood on Dean's mouth. Now, this whole time, Sam comes running around the corner, spots and sees what's going on. 
and does nothing to stop it. It's almost as if he wants Dean to become a vampire, get infected or something. Yeah. Uh, so then eventually, though, after you know he sees that he's got it in his mouth, then Sam comes running in and chases the vampire off. And then even that vampire, I think he says something like, toodaloo. <laughs> yeah. Later, bitches. Something like that. I don't remember. He didn't say later. I know, no, he I, thought say he, I thought it was toodaloo. <laughs> something like that. It was something, yeah, funny. And, uh, yeah, he just splits. He even put, like, his hand. He did the. I think he did the hand under the chin and wave goodbye method. <laughs> I think he even did that. Like, it was ridiculous. Was he signing the F.U.? No, it was language. not. No, it was not the uh, sign language F you. Okay. No, it was the other way. It, the fingers were pointed the other way around. Okay. Okay. So then, back at the hotel, uh, we see Dean is turning into a vampire. He's got like super good hearing. He's sensitive to light, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Dean goes into the bathroom, and he spots that he's growing some little teeth up in you know his canine teeth, and he escapes out the window. Yeah, so while they were waiting at the motel, they were waiting for Samuel to come because Sam called him and said, what happened to Dean? And so Dean's like, yeah, well, I'm glad he's coming because I need him to kill me because I know you won't be able to do it. So then we see Dean is at Lisa's house lurking over her while she sleeps. Uh, she wakes up. They talk for a little bit. Dean then wants to go. She stops him. He says, I'm going to die soon. I got to take off. She stops him again. He then grows a bunch of teeth everywhere in his mouth, and he leaves, throwing Ben aside in the hallway in his rush out the door. Poor little Ben. I know. Poor Ben. He's not going to like that guy anymore. Just throw him in the basement with Travis. <laughs> Mom, all your boyfriends beat me. <laughs> Poor Ben. He's living a life. Just different random fathers from bars that Mom brings home. <laughs> right. It's terrible. Uh, we see Samuel and Sam are talking about Dean. Dean is there and uh, says that he didn't eat. Samuel's all concerned if he's fed yet. Dean says no. Uh, Dean asks to be killed. And Samuel's like, yeah, sure. Or we could just turn you back. <laughs> yeah, I could kill you or, you know, cure you. That's that's the other option. Yeah, there there is a there is another way, which is pretty funny like that he didn't just come out and say that like quick like you know, he could have just been like, "Oh god, thank god you're here. We got a cure. Be cool. We'll take care of you." No, we got to have Dean sick. I need you to kill me. <laughs> and then Hamas Hamas say, "Oh yeah, okay, we can Ridiculous. do that." Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so S Samuel has this in Info from his grandfather's journal about a cure. Yes. Uh, but Dean has to go to the nest and kill some of them, or the head guy or something. Right. They, in order for this cure, one of the ingredients is the blood of the vampire that turned you. Okay. So they, uh, Samuel and um, Sam give him a, um, a needle full of dead man's blood, because as we saw earlier, that's how you can kill vampires. Well, it doesn't kill him, but it does slow him down. Okay. The only way to kill a vampire, according to um, Supernatural, is to behead them. Okay. Yeah, obviously that's how Sam killed the other one. Or I'm sure Woodchipper, you know. Woodchipper trumps all. <laughs> yeah, Woodchipper trumps all. So if they have one of those handy. Uh, Samuel calls out 
Sam for not mentioning the cure. You know, this is after Dean walks away. And I guess Samuel and Sam talked about, hey, look, I found a cure for vampirism. And uh, Sam just didn't even mention that to Dean, like to chill him out to do anything. So Samuel finds all of this very suspicious. Yeah, he even says, I think he let Dean be turned just so he you know, be able to get to the Alpha. <laughs> and of course, Sam's like, no, I don't remember you talking about any type of cure. I think maybe that was Christian you were talking to. And mm -hmm. Samuel's like, nah, it was me, Chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Chuckles. Uh, Dean goes to the nest, and he gets invited in. He's offered um, some blood to drink, but Dean turns it down. Dean gets then shown to the Samoan dude um, that he got in the fight with earlier and then turned him. Uh, the Samoan dude just starts running his yap then. Says he's, he's 600 years old. And yeah, he's keeping pri people prisoners to drink each other's blood or something like that. I didn't quite understand his master plan here of keeping people prisoners. Well, he said that until... Once they turned the girls, they had them in these jail cells. He says, said until they become compliant. Then he goes into the big master plan that they have these good-looking vampires recruit, bring these girls in, turn them, so then they can go out and bring good-looking guys back. It's kind of like <coughs> just to add so to their what? collection. So this dude's just got a bunch of vampire friends? Well, yeah, they're all vampires. I mean, that's what they do. They go out and... Just recruit more vampires. Make more vampires, exactly. Jeez, it's like the JCs or something. They want a vampire army. Yeah. Um, Dean uh, then, you know, the guy's walking away. Dean pulls out his syringe full of blood. A drop of blood hits the ground, alerting the vampire that he's about ready to get stabbed in the back. So turns around, and then everyone falls down passed out, which I made no sense. Everyone just drops. Well, first everyone stopped and they looked up at the ceiling and they said father and then dropped. So that was the alpha vampire. I think he could probably sense psychically what was going on. Okay. <coughs> um, Dean then has a crazy dream sequence with uh, twin girl vampires. Dean wakes up and then they're letting all of the vampires out of the cages to attack Dean. But I'm like, wait, Dean was just sitting, sitting here laid out. Why don't you just take a, why don't you just punch him in the head or something? Or grab his machete and, uh. Yeah. Like, you could have dispatched with Dean pretty quickly there. But instead, they're letting all the other vampires out to attack him. Uh, Dean takes, uh, grabs his machete and starts cutting heads off everywhere. Grandpa and uh, Sam pull up outside and uh, a vampire jumps on their roof. Inside, Dean is still fighting and cutting heads off. Outside, Sammy and Samuel killed that vampire that jumped on the roof, and they head towards the front door. It looks like Dean has killed every vampire except for the head guy. Now everyone is lurking around in the dark, uh, avoiding vampires that are missing heads. <laughs> They're like tiptoeing over bodies. Uh, Sammy and Samuel find Dean, and by then he had cut off the head dude's head and was like using it as a footrest yeah samuel then makes a cure for dean he drinks it dean feels fine at first but then he pukes a lot dean then has a flashback over the entire series or this entire episode a flashback and he sees that sam did not help him dean wakes up 
and uh, Sam helps him with a pat on the back. <laughs> back from commercial, Dean fills us in on what is going on. Someone is alpha leader, and they're building an army outside. Sam asks how Lisa is. Dean said it didn't happen. But he's just happy that Sam has always got his back. Hmm, <laughs> Sam. What, is, what are you? Well, because Sam kept asking, even before Dean took the cure, he asked him, what did you see in the nest? That seemed to be all Sam was interested in. He didn't really seem to care about Dean. And then, yeah, after he... Um, Drank the cure. By that, and you didn't mention also that by this time they're back at the motel. This didn't happen like in Vampire Headquarters. They're back at the oh, motel. No. So after he took the cure and then woke up and had that vision and realized that Sam did stand there and let him be infected, that's when he said, he asked again, well, what was the plan? What's, you know, what did you see at the nest? So, yeah, that's what he says. The elf was building an army, and the scary part is they're not afraid of us anymore. Neat. I mm -hmm. guess we'll have to check in on them, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I'm sure they'll get their ass kicked for a while, and then they'll come back and defeat them. Probably. That's usually <laughs> the way it goes. So there we are. Anything else about that episode uh, of note or of interest that we missed or skipped? No, just all those, you know, Twilight movie references and, you know, stuff like that. Um yeah, that's about it. Nothing uh, really to further, I want to say, the season other than to realize that, yeah, there's definitely something wrong with Sam. Because Sam, Sam, would not just stand back and let Dean become a vampire. No, that's why I don't think it is Sam anymore. I'm pretty, I, I'm assuming it's a demon or the trickster or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... Because it just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense that he got out of hell, has no memory. So maybe he made a deal with someone in hell to get him released if he goes and does recon work on something. <laughs> you know, if he goes on a mission for him, right? maybe that's what's going on and why he's so interested in this nest. I don't know. I don't know why someone in hell would care about vampire nest, but, hmm. Well, you remember in previous episodes, Sam did mention that the Campbells were trying to track down alphas of all the monsters. They had already fought and lost that baby to the alpha shapeshifter. So now I think they're just doing this now, looking for the alpha vampire. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I didn't put that together. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the death count? Thirteen, but I believe they are all vampires. Yeah. No humans got killed in the making of this film. <laughs> well, no, that one chick that at the very beginning, the one that was first jumped in the alley. No, but she wasn't killed. She was the one when Dean went down and remember the Simone-like looking guy was sitting with a girl on the computer? That was the girl. Well, I assume she got turned into a vampire. Right, she got turned into a vampire. So I'm assuming she is one of the 13 that got killed later when Dean was killing all the vampires in the nest. Right, okay. But she wasn't originally killed. Yeah. 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 I think I found the most comfortable place to podcast on Earth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He's, uh, I can't do that because I get a static in my ear, but I was looking back at him and he's kind of like laying there on the couch. Looks like he could fall asleep at any moment right now, honestly. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yep, there you go. 
The snoring begin. Or the <laughs> Let the, the snoring begin. The yawns begun pretty soon. We're going to release the crack and the snoring's going to start. <laughs> no, it's too nice of a day, man. If I lay down for a nap now, I'll be out until it's dark, and then that'll make me sad. Yes, you really, after we're done here, should go out and have some fun <laughs> while it's still and go out and play with your little friends. Um, but it's kind of hard because today is actually Easter Sunday, so a lot of people have plans with family and stuff like that. But I'm sure you'll find some of your little friends to play with. Yeah, no, the uh, the guy down the block wants to play Mario Brothers. He set up a classic gaming tent. <laughs> and it is just, wow. I put together little dumb sheds once in a while, but this thing, like, tops bubbles. <laughs> it's got, the, like, the smallest little dinky TV on the old crappiest-looking table with metal <laughs> with metal kitchen uh, chairs are sitting around it in this tent. It just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it looks like an, some teenager's jack shack. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's terrible. I was like, I don't know if I want to sit in there with you, dude. It looks a little... <laughs> looks sketchy? Looks a little lame. <laughs> well... When, yeah, when we have nice places to sit and play video games, and instead he set up a tent in his yard, <laughs> like a 13-year-old. Could be fun, you never know. Uh, and Nala's up here, yeah. Yeah, I hear her huffing and puffing, so we should probably close this out anyway. Yeah, poor Nala. Yeah, now it is sleepy time once Nala gets involved. Oh, yeah. Because she starts snoring, and that puts everyone out. In case you don't know, Nala is a big old um, bull mastiff and she loves nothing more than to cuddle and put everyone to sleep yep she'll just uh nuzzle in on you nice and tight and she'll force you to pet her until she goes to sleep and then it's just long deep slow <laughs> breaths <laughs> i mean it could kind of hypnotizes you into your own oh, it sleep turns you into a narcoleptic is what it does <laughs> it's horrific all right, well, I hope nobody's driving uh, while listening to this <laughs> podcast. All right. Because that's the worst. All right, a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Come on over and say hi. We've got a website produced by Penny. You, Yay. You do a great job on that website. Well, I still need a lot of help from you because I'm only like, okay, now, because I forget. What do I do now? What do I do now? What do I do now? So I'll get that down, though, eventually. You'll, yeah, you're, you're, you do just fine. Um. Over there, though, you can download the episodes, stream the episodes, uh, learn how to subscribe on your podcast player, um, because we're on, like, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, I don't know, and a bunch of them. You can figure it out, or you can just listen to us on the website, which is also pretty handy, or even leave a comment, because uh, in the past, we have disagreed on things, so I'd like to see some comments to us uh,